0: Welcome to the Sports Overload Show. I'm your host, Jake Egged. I'm here along with my co-host, Chris DiMartino. You guys know us already. This show is presented by sweaters. It's getting cold out, so grab a sweater. On today's podcast, we're going to uh, you know look ahead to week 11 in the NFL, give you another segment of the Daily Chris. He's going to enlighten you all, and we're going to get into, into some news around sports. Little NHL MLB awards came out today. And then we're gonna wrap things up with NFL Start Sit, but we also got a surprise interview for you from Tony D himself. So Tony from Monal, so stick around. It's gonna be a great show. We got Alon Sorfi.
1: Welcome to the Sports Overload Show. I'm your host, Chris dimartino always, and I'm with my co-host.
0: Jake Eggid.
1: And we're here to talk some NFL on this early NFL segment. And we'll start with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who do you like here?
0: Well, I mean, I'm a homer, so my gut tells me Steelers, but my brain also tells me Steelers. Even going, I mean, they have revenge to exact on Jacksonville. Uh, I think they're going to take their humming offense down the there. L. Dude, Leonard Fournette isn't going to make a difference in this game. He's not going to make a difference.
1: I think the Steelers defense are hot right now. Five game win streak. They're undefeated on the road, except that one tie, but no losses. You're three zero and one.
0: Yeah, but uh, he's. I mean, they're playing playing hot. They're playing good home and away.
1: And if you're Jacksonville, how do you? What is that defense making? Right now. I mean,
0: well, that's the thing. The defense isn't making a difference. They just, I mean, they, if you look at the tape from the Colts game, there's so many blown coverages and everything else going on there. They're it, they're just not as impactful as they he were last year. What was that? You know, he's been real quiet this season. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen. Ramsey. I mean, on the field he's been quiet. In the locker room, he still talks. As he, he he still talks like they're like they're undefeated at this point. He always like I said last week, he's always got something Who's to say.
1: gonna have a bigger game, Juju or AB. I,
0: I honestly really like Juju in this yeah. game because I mean they're they're gonna pay a lot of attention. You to AB. You know
1: what I heard today. I heard that uh, Jalen Ramsey loves Man to Manning AB, so they're gonna take all all deep shots in this game. Do you think it's a blowout, or do you think Jacksonville will keep it keep it close?
0: I mean, I think they have the potential to keep it close, and even last week they were getting blown out by Indianapolis, and they and and, and they made a strong comeback. It it ultimately came up short, but I can honestly see the game. It, it's a probably like a ten to seventeen point difference,
1: and then. Next up is the Dallas Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta.
0: And I, I I'm gonna take the Falcons. I, I, I don't think it's gonna be a super shootout, but I still think Falcons have enough offensive weapons to get it done, and this is a must win game for them after going into Cleveland and dropping that game.
1: You know the team that's really growing on me? America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, oh, baby. ZQUERT Keep doing your thing. You're the baby. worst kind of person. I am the best kind of person, and we all know that. No,
0: you're the worst kind of person because the, there's nothing to root for when it comes now, to the Cowboys, except for boy, them to lose. Who has a bigger game? Who?
1: Amari Cooper or Julio Jones?
0: Oh, Julio Jones, definitely. I'm
1: going to Amari Cooper.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong, Byron Jones, the cornerback for the Cowboys, he's a stud. I think he'll shut them down they, in this But there's there's nobody that can shut down. I think Calvin
1: Ridley will have a bigger game than Julio Jones.
0: I, I mean, the thing is, like the, the the Dallas the Dallas defense is legit. I, I'm not going to dispute that. That's what's been carrying them most of the year because their offense runs a neutral for 80% of the time. But they have to go against the right kind of offense facing them to stay in the game, and like like a kind of a slow-moving offense, and Falcons are not a slow-moving offense. Dallas
1: 1-4 and four on the road. I, I also like the boys in this one. This can be seen on Fox. And now we'll go to the Carolina Panthers and the Detroit Lions. Matt Patricia playing at home 2-2. Two and two. Who do you like?
0: Um, I like the Panthers. The Lions are a train wreck. Uh, I, I think and the Panthers are coming off a t- just a devastating loss on, on national television. I really like Carolina going in. Cam Newton is at his best, especially when he's not rushed, and the Lions don't have much of a pass rush to to threaten him with. So I, I I can see the Panthers coming in. I, I'm expecting a huge game out of McCaffrey, and I need it in fantasy because I'm getting destroyed by Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams right now.
1: I think that – the Carolina Panthers need to win. Every game out now is a must win because the Saints are
0: really put into them. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they have no hope for and the they're division they're at this point, gonna so they're going to have to get a wild card. Yeah, so, they'll walk up that number one spot. I mean, like, the division games are still important, mostly for appearance-wise, but, I mean, every game at this point, you, you like, you got to treat like a playoff game.
1: Devin Functions or Marvin Jones? Who has a bigger well, game. well, the
0: thing is, Marvin Jones hasn't really been practicing this week. I think the question is Devin Funches or Kenny, Kenny Galladay, and I'm going Galladay.
1: I'm going. I'm going the other way. I think that Devin Funches is Cam Newton's number one.
0: But the thing is, Funches was in a prime time spot last week, when and they Darius were down most of the time. The and tr- Devin funches didn't do anything last week against the Steelers.
1: Darius lays the the man.
0: Devin Funches needs a touchdown to be fantasy relevant, um, and even just real life relevant. And I mean, don't get like I mean he's a dog, but I don't know. I, I I'm taking Galladay. That dude's a freak.
1: All right, and I like also the Panthers in this one. Even though Matt, uh, you just love to see Matt Patricia. I mean, I was real excited for him to get that hiring, but it's not looking good at three and six. But Matthew Stafford quietly having an okay year. He's doing enough to hold that job, and he always will.
0: But no, I mean I like with his, he's the most overpaid player in sports, especially for one that provides nothing through the first three quarters and then. Four games a year, he's going to give you a fourth quarter comeback that makes you think maybe, oh, this is the year he turns it around. This is the year he's going to lead him to the playoffs, and it, it it never happens. He's not like he's not a good four four quarters quarterback.
1: And then we move on to the one o'clock game: Tennessee Titans, the five and four, versus Indianapolis Colts, at four and five, two and two at home. Uh, who do you like in this one?
0: I really like Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee is number five okay, in yards cool. per game on defense, uh, and the, their defense has been holding it down all year and. Their offense is finally, you know, rounding into rounding in into this sh- game. It, by what? One. Wow. Okay, so that's a. I mean, that's a toss-up. If you're only getting one at home, it's a toss-up. I. I, I really like the I, Titans. I like you know, Indianapolis.
1: One, I, think I think Andrew Locke's just having an unbelievable year, and I think it continues here. Morrow I don't care what Jackson. the line is on this game. Great.
0: Hammer the over. This hammer is going to be. Hammer the
1: over forty-nine.
0: They can. They put up fireworks Sneaky. in in Indianapolis in that stadium.
1: And we move on to the 1 o'clock game still with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Out, excuse me, on the road versus the New York Giants.
0: Dude, I, this is another sleeper for the Buccaneers. I mean, hopefully. F- what? Dude, it was a sleeper last week against the, right, the Redskins. I'm going to go
1: on record, and I was on record. Episode 2, you heard me say that the New York Giants were going to beat the 49ers, and they did. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm always right, baby. I, that one felt good to me. But Barkley did not get me. My 24 fantasy points, if you guys were wondering. But the Giants look like a train wreck. And who's the fault for that?
0: For the Giants? Yeah. Just a a distinct lack of just playmakers on both sides of the ball. I mean, obviously Barkley and OBJ, but I'm not talking about that. Like, just the ability to consistently move the ball on offense. And on defense, they don't have anybody to rush the quarterback or take it away.
1: At what point do you think about tanking if you're the New York Giants? They've already thought about it. Do you think does this fall on the head coach? I, Eli Manning, who's at fault here for this two and seven game a start? Really. I mean, the your like entire you the never entire won roster, at home, which is absolutely terrible. That's
0: bad, but and and but I, dude, Eli has we know what he is at this point. He's not much different than he than he was last year, the year before. He's a declining player, but especially with how he played last week, I think that solidified his spot going forward. I think they're going to run out the year with him. Hopefully, he hangs up the cleats and just makes this amicable because they need to get some fresh blood in there at quarterback.
1: I think this is all on Pat Shermer. I think he... Pat now Shurmur, I didn't like him when Pat he was Shurmur, hired. Pat Shermer, the guy I, who was I, with the uh, Minnesota Vikings last year as their OC, he got to step up as the New York Giants head coach for the U's that don't know Pat Shermer.
0: Well, like, me, not that Pat Shermer isn't a good offensive mind or a good head coach or whatever, I just think that it it was hard for them to get a quality candidate, especially a young – because I hate retreads. I hate guys who have been there, have not been successful, and you give them another chance. Rarely does it work out. I think you're better off getting a young guy in there, even if it doesn't work, you tried something different. Yeah, I kind think of like you're going to bring McVeigh. an
1: offensive-minded coach like that to be your OC, you gotta, you got to focus on a young stud at quarterback. That's
0: what I'm saying. So, But you're not going to pair – a 55 60 year old head coach with a young quarterback cuz those it just because of how the college game is and those guys coming out their philosophies clash Park so is on pace for 1000 Sh- 1000 Shermer was the perfect head coach for Manning because they just kind of went along with this you know just old style offense all that old culture they don't have anything exciting about them they're going to be looking for another coach in a year or two Whenever they get a quarterback, they're still going to have a bad record. They're going to get Then they're finally going to get a young good. coach in there.
1: Like, I want to root for the New York Giants, but I, I did,
0: can't. I do. I mean, I'm a big OBJ fan, a big Saquon I'm fan. Um, I'm
1: a Saquon, than I am.
0: I mean, okay, There's yeah. No. OBJ's a diva, but he's fun. He brings a lot of excitement to the game.
1: 52. That's kind of high for the over-under. Is it because Fitz Magic's playing?
0: <sighs> Probably, but.
1: That's great. And then we go we go do it. I a game that I think is going to be close is Houston coming off the bye. I think we go to the Houston Texans at on the road versus the Washington Redskins. Who do you like here? It's going to be um, real close.
0: I really like Houston on a 6 game win streak. I think they got more firepower than the Redskins have playmakers on the defensive side. Uh, one thing that I love to see is uh, the Redskins pass rush against that horrible Houston line. Houston doesn't get a lot of production out of their running backs or their tight ends. They're they're wide receiver centered. If Q T can get healthy, he can be a difference maker. Thomas more acclimated in that offense. And Houston has, I mean, they with between Watt, merciless Clowney, they've got a lot of people to get after they Alex Smith to make four. him uncomfortable.
1: They're they have the four seed right now in the AFC. Well, yeah, yeah, they're leading the six south. Six and three versus six and three. I think the home team gets the advantage here, which is, but actually, Houston's favored in this game by three points. So I, Vegas sees it the way I see it. I think Houston wins this game. And then we'll go on to the the AFC North divisional game in the Cincinnati Bungles versus the Baltimore Ravens. Um, what about what about this game? Steelers are looking at this game real close.
0: Well, right now it's a toss-up because if Flacco's out there, he gives them a better chance to I, win. I,
1: I think Jackson does.
0: No, I I still think he's a huge work in progress as passer. Now the Bengals have been decimated by injuries; they have not been consistent on either side of the ball. I still like their weapons that they have. I like their offense a little bit more. Vegas
1: has not put out a line on this game.
0: Well, well, because of Flacco yeah, being waiting, out right yeah. now, that's and, I was, but I think AJ Green
1: balances out though. He's hurt AJ Green right now. They said they got like a. 1% chance of him playing but yeah, keeping but, that open
0: I mean but like the thing is It, it doesn't matter Joe Mixon who it is. is A dog a starting quarterback I agree But a, a starting quarterback No matter if he's lower tier impacts a game More than a, a stud wide receiver does That's facts you don't You can be mad at me but
1: On to the 4 o'clock games The Oakland Raiders Versus Arizona Cardinals 1-8 John Gruden are you sleeping over there, Jake?
0: Uh, well, as soon as you're done with this game, wake me up because this doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> this will be the lowest attendance game. You know what the ever under in this game is?
0: What are the I, – I, 37 and a half? 40. That's bad. But how 40. much are the tickets going for?
1: Uh, I could get one right now for $57. That's
0: – I mean, that seems that's high, terrible. but I'm in college, so everything seems high.
1: Yeah, but it's in Arizona, I I would have to give this to Arizona.
0: I mean, I, I I honestly don't care.
1: <laughs> David Johnson, for you fantasy owners that have him, I'm sure he's in a good spot. Yeah. So is uh, Christian Kirk. Ever since they made that switch, they just really been good. Josh Rosen, I'm not gonna get into him because I don't like him. So we'll just uh, move that on.
0: The biggest thing, uh, one second. The biggest thing out of the uh, out of that game, number one draft pick position. I mean, that, like that's a big takeaway.
1: Yeah, they uh, did a hard knocks on the Cardinals, and I really like that vibe around the locker room when they were there from the front offices when they brought guys back. Like, yeah, Peterson they're a fun
0: team because they just don't have a lot of talent.
1: Yeah, I I pull for them. Pat Pete, he's the real deal here.
0: Broncos and Chargers in L.A. Well, kind of L.A. It's in that soccer stadium. It's basically a home game. Any anytime somebody visits the Chargers, it, it, it's a home game for them. Um, I really like the Chargers. I mean, they're on a roll. I think Phillip Rivers is getting better with age, like a fine wine. Uh, The Broncos have a Now, one thing, uh, Joey Bosa is still listed as questionable, doubtful, whatever. It'll be interesting to see if he can make his season debut. He is a top five. They're
1: keeping a close eye on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a top five difference maker uh, on the defensive side of the ball around the league.
1: I think that Melvin Gordon is also a dog. There's a lot of dogs in this NFL week right here. And you're you're sitting at a Charger Stadium that seats twenty seven thousand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not I, a lot at yeah,
0: all. Yeah, so when it comes to the Chargers, not really home game. You're looking at more of more of the talent on both sides of the ball. I think the Chargers have more.
1: I took them last week in Survivor, and they they scared me for a little bit last week, but they pulled it through. And I think Phillip Rivers is also like a Big Ben who flies under the radar and doesn't get his credit because he's having a great season right now. He's tied with touchdown passes for Drew Brees, and I hear Drew Brees in the NFL or in the uh, MVP race, and not Phil
0: not Rivers. Rivers yeah. But Moving on, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and New Orleans Saints probably the second most hyped game of the week behind the uh, upcoming Monday Night Football matchup uh, in the Superdome in New Orleans. They're they're gonna look they're gonna be looking fast on that artificial grass. Let me tell you. I really like Carson Wentz in this game. I really like Drew. I, it's going to be a lot, an offensive explosion. On over under fifty
1: six. Hammer the over.
0: Yeah, really. I th- this is a, an absolute must we win. We should start for charging for, for out. this yeah. information. That Probably. We're giving out. Yeah. Well, that, well, like the thing is, if we would charge for it, we would also have to pay them if we, if they lose money. No. Nah, so, yeah, pass. that's
1: all right. Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, the big three for the Saints.
0: I mean, the, that's as big of a three as you're getting in the, in the NFL.
1: Throw up the cross for Des Bryant. They're, they're continuing that. That Saints defense has really come around. Marshawn Lattimore is playing great.
0: Uh, Cameron Jordan still is a one Who do you like in this crew. game? I, I like the Saints. I like them at home. Uh, I think, as you can see, Philadelphia struggles to move the ball a little bit. Uh, But I still think Wentz is going to put up his numbers. I still think Ertz is going to get his. Uh, I think one big thing is uh, Golden Tate. He only had about a He was on my do
1: not start list, and I I look like a genius once again.
0: He had only four targets last game in his first game, soon enough for the Eagles. If they can get him to be a bigger part, uh, I think that will be huge for them, get them some offensive explosion because – I mean, let's face it. Jeffrey and Aguilar really just don't provide that type of downfield spark or that run after the catchability.
1: Ticket-wise, this is the most expensive NFL game at your nearest price of 141 And that's probably a terrible seat, so don't buy it. Uh, I'm looking at the run game. I, I'm, I'm hammering Mark Ingram this week. I, I, I'm really feeling it. I need a great week out of him. I'm versing the number two. I'm the number one. I hope they takes time away from Kamara. That's really what I'm hoping.
0: Well, I think – I mean, they showed last year and then even last week against the Bengals. Both of them can put up points in the same game. So, this could be one you of know, those. You know
1: what team I'm real high on? The Chicago Bears. At the start of the season, I wasn't buying in, but I am. They're dealing the Vikings at home at an 8-20 game. Chris Collinsworth, great guy. He's going Obi- to be on the call for that one.
0: You got orange fever, baby. I, the, the Bears. I really like what Nagy's cooking the up league, there in baby. Chicago
1: best defense with jordan howard which i hate jordan howard for those of you that uh don't know why uh, i don't want to talk about it but we will talk about mitch trubisky i did see him play at Pitt.
0: this is a sports podcast not your therapy session let's not get this jordan howard
1: you you're the reason why i hate jordan howard but anyways alan robinson should we talk about him
0: i had a huge game last week wide receiver Huge game. I did tell you to sit him, but let's just delete that part of the last podcast. People He don't went hear off. That. He, he, went, he off. went off. Yeah, he's a dog. He's Who a dog. But uh, uh, Stefan Diggs coming back from injury. This can, I mean, th- this can go yeah, one of two ways. Everything sticks
1: to his hands.
0: Uh, I mean, one that thing commercial? is check the weather. I don't know if it's going to uh, be a The weather Chicago.
1: is 36 degrees in yeah. the Chicago area.
0: One person that doesn't affect Adam Thielen because obviously everybody knows at this point he went to Minnesota State. Hmm. He went. He not high on him. I'm not buying in.
1: I'm never buying Adam Thielen. Not buying it.
0: <laughs> Lay off the haterade. <laughs> Who you taking? The Bears.
1: The Bears. The Our Bears! Baddest football team of all time, baby. The Bears. I don't know what year, but you know what I'm talking about. Monday, November nineteenth at eight fifteen. Clear it's be your schedule. The game of Players the schedule. year, game of the year. Ooh, actually, you know who wins this work. game? The last team with the ball.
0: No, you know who wins this game? Sean McVay. The fans. The fans. The fans, the fans. win the this fans game.
1: W- it would have been even bigger if it was in Mexico City, which that game got moved because the field. Because they were torn playing off. on a
0: vacant lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was a good idea. It worked. It worked last year. It,
0: yeah, it did. It
1: got moved to the Coliseum, which nobody, nobody, I repeat, nobody goes in that Coliseum and walks out of there with a W other than the Rams. I'm telling you they're 5 and 0. If they do a home game, they're winning it. Do you it's the number 1 seed in the NFC they're winning it.
0: Potentially. I mean, do you remember laser pointer gate from last uh Patrick Mexico Mahomes? City game? No, it was uh oh, yeah, Oakland yeah, yeah. versus Some New England. Was shi- there <laughs> was like the, uh, the laser, the green laser pointer. That was a, but uh, they moved it back to the Coliseum. So, I, Ready that's kind to put you on the spot here. What?
1: Who has a bigger game? Fantasy-wise, Todd Gurley or Tyreek Hill?
0: I mean, that's kind of rough to compare running back to a waters. At either. the end
1: of the day, points are points.
0: Hill. Hill. Dude, Hill shows up on Hill. Monday night. You can't see right Hill now, but I'm throwing up time. the peace sign because hey, that's his thing the when he runs sign. past you. you. fastest
1: guy in the NFL. 55 receptions, 890 yards, and nine touchdowns. Fastest guy in the NFL. Man, I love that guy. Patrick Mahomes, we all know the young stud, 31 touchdowns on the year. Best quarterback in the NFL? Yes.
0: Right now? Yes. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's playing weeks. the best. Through 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah, through 10 weeks, he's put I mean, up I'm numbers. I'm not going to say Hall
1: of Famer, but I said it, so we'll, we'll go on with that. Over-under, 63-and-a-half.
0: That's nuts.
1: Hammer I, the under. Over, no, o- do not, over. No. Hammer, do not the hammer, over. hammer the under. Hammer the
0: over. No, hammer the over
1: top two teams in the league. I just said the hammer offense. the over. Oh, I'm sorry. Listen to me.
0: I was getting all sensitive. I'm sorry. No, dude, the, the, this game could easily be 41 okay, to Kareem 43. Okay, Kareem Hunt, which
1: is the running back for the Chiefs, or Tall Gurley? You want a Todd Gurley that a Georgia? Gurley. Gurley?
0: Yeah, I like Gurley's better than Hunt. And that offense runs through Gurley more than the offense runs through Hunt in Kansas City. You,
1: this game's only for $69? Is the seem really that bad?
0: The Coliseum's pretty bad.
1: It's pretty bad. They They do got a new stadium.
0: Yeah, come in. What? Uh, two years from now? Uh, I think it opens in 2020. Yep. So they got to do one more year in the Coliseum. It's so funny seeing uh, like the USC Trojans logo underneath Real quick, uh, the Rams taking, logo. Uh,
1: Thursday night game that's going on tonight. Who you taking? Green Bay or Seattle?
0: I'm taking Seattle. I like them at home.
1: Yeah, I like them too. And that closes up our segment for the NFL. And now it's time
0: for the Daily Chris.
1: Boy, am I gonna have fun with this one! James Franklin, you just made the list. Monday, LeBell, Bell, you were on my list. You did everything I said you would. We're not going to get into that because I get all sensitive when talking about LeBell. Bell. But James Franklin, you are the biggest jabroni in college football. I'm going to run you through James Franklin. He's the Penn State coach for the Nittany Lions, which... I'm not even going to get into their fans because their fans are the meanest people I've ever met. They're meaner than I don't even know. So this is what we're going to do. I looked at CBS Sports, and they they post a poll of the most overrated college football coaches, and he was one of them. And during the Penn State game last year versus Ohio State, he took a jab step towards a fan when he was talking to him. You can't do that. You can't do that. And then last year, at 56 to nothing, he calls a timeout right before they attempt a field goal. Come on, James Franklin, show some respect. Show some respect. And then when Pitt beat Penn State back in 2016, and then they beat us in 2017, which I was there for both games, Franklin said, and I quote For their last win last year, it was like winning the Super Bowl. For us this year, it was like beating Akron. So disrespectful. You're talking about the legends that went to Pitt. Larry Fitzgerald. Dion Lewis. Aaron Donald. Tony D. Tony Dorsett, the real TD. Dan Marino, for Pete's sake. And you're going to disrespect us comparing us to Akron. You know that's not right. And then when a report came out that people were decommitting from Penn State, which Aaron Matthews did, which he came to the true team, the Pittsburgh Panthers, you came out saying that they aren't men of integrity. That's not right. That's not right. And then here we are at week 10. You're You're in the fourth spot. You're in the fourth spot of the Big Ten at 4-3, and three, and your fans aren't happy, and you're 7-3 total, and you play nobody good. You got Rutgers, who doesn't even want a conference game, and boy, you'll love beating up on them. Because you end the schedule with two terrible teams. In week eight, you are the eighth team in the country. In the country! And what are you now? Eighteen. 18 you lost the michigan you lost the michigan state you can't play you're always disappointing you're always disappointing and in week eight you you beat indiana which you moved to 18 after the michigan loss so you went from eight to 18 and now you're sitting pretty at 14 that is the biggest jump i've ever heard in my life you are the most overrated coach and overrated football team I highly doubt. They, they will pay you out, and you will not be coaching that team in the next couple of years. Just Penn State accepts the best, and you're not the best. You're a clown. And you know it. I know it. I don't know how you sleep at night, really. I don't. I don't get it. You're, I mean, you're locked in for 2022, which is smart by you because you're a terrible football coach, and you wouldn't get hired anywhere else taking jabs at Pitt. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Pittsburgh Panthers or they played the at an NFL stadium and then you're going to come at us all the Penn State fans talk about attendance this, attendance that were better than you, were better than we beat you. We beat you at our best and then we you played us at our worst. And I was there for both games. That slaughter up Penn State. That I swear to God your fans we're the meanest fans ever. They wouldn't even tell me where my seat is at. Where my seat is at. And then I walk, oh what, 42 thirty-nine. Boy, I love that What, what do they say? Oh, see you next year? Yeah. Still got us two more times. One more time. And next time we play you, we're bringing everything. You know why? Because Pat Narduzzi is a better football coach than you'll ever be. And what is Pat Narduzzi? Not even a good football coach, but you're worse than him. See, he, he doesn't clown around with stuff. So James Franklin, better sleep with one eye open because you're going to look for job offers coming up unless you change your attitude start winning the big games. You cannot beat a top 25 team on the road. But, but sure, you'll put up 56 against each jabom. Like, come on. Michigan's way better than you. Oh, your, your friends at Ohio State, they're even way better than you. You're a terrible football coach. You're overrated. The whole Penn State football program is overrated. I don't know what else to say. Michigan State's even better than you, and they're not even that good. But they're better than you. Because you're a mediocre football team. And you will find a job in the next couple of seasons. This is the Daily post. We have a 15-time, 15 15-year 15 season ticket holder for pit football, Tony D. Tony from Mono. What's up?
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem.
1: We're here to talk some pit football here.
2: What do you want to know?
1: It's not what I, I want to know. If they'll win the ACC championship,
2: they run the ball like that. They got the best, one of the best offensive lines in the country, and two good horses. They could win it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's five and one is. Uh, what do you think of North I
2: call him North Snoozy quite a bit because he's always sleeping on the sideline. I'm not a fan. I do think he wins because they have a good team around them,
1: has some good players, but I don't think he's very prepared. Yeah, I don't think he's a good one, too. He um makes no adjustments at halftime and just doesn't do anything. You don't even know what a halftime adjustment is. What do you think of Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett's a very service, very good quarterback. Got over... No, you run-
2: Could be the quarterback behind that team if you run the ball for as many yards as they do, but pick
1: it solid. Olson and and Darren Hall, the two-headed monster back there. It seems to be working.
2: They'll be playing on Sundays next year.
1: Yeah, they will. Uh, What's your take on this defense? Uh,
2: The defense is questionable. It's shaky. They their best their best offense their best defensive player. They don't even play because he doesn't know the playbook. But he is their best the best athletic one. Not a fan of Demar Hamlin. I don't think he's playing very well this year. But Demar
0: Hamlin but, doesn't know how to flip his hips. I
2: don't know. I mean, he just, he just he should be better than he is, right? Wasn't he Wasn't he a five star recruit? I
0: think he was four, yeah. I mean. That's a great point.
1: Pitt at Wake Forest at 12 this Saturday, and then they got at Miami at 330.
2: Two very winnable games. Like I said, you run the ball. Virginia had – people don't realize, but Virginia was a top 24-run defense in the country. They ran for, what, 250-some yards in, in that game against those guys, maybe more. I actually think it was – was it four hundred? I thought the total offense was four hundred. Did they run the ball for four hundred as well? I
0: think so. I, I, I think, think I think I, I one of Paul or Allison had over two hundred himself, 200. And then Yeah, I one. think. the other one had like one hundred fifty. I'm, I'm
2: pretty sure, sure they were at like four thirty-two. I know they ran for almost over six hundred last game, right? Yeah, sheesh.
1: As a season ticket holder for fifteen years, what's your greatest pit memory?
2: Lusaka polite, beating the beating the. A high ranked Virginia tech team in the cold weather back in November eighth, two
1: thousand and three. Was that wasn't that your coldest ever attended game?
2: Probably the coldest game I ever attended, yes. What was
1: that like uh thirty degrees?
2: I think it was below at least ten below maybe, but wind chill that night. It was a Saturday night. And like I said, it was the I think it was November the eighth. That's not about right.
1: Yeah, so, will... I,
2: mean, I saw some really good games in that stadium. The one I just witnessed Saturday could have been the most gratifying. I mean, you know, to score 52 points. You know, there was 104 points scored in that stadium within a 72-hour window. That's amazing. They need to replace the grass.
1: What do you think about, Ped, speaking of the stadium, having their own stadium on campus? They need,
2: they need an on-campus stadium. So you're for that? It'll help recruiting. I guess it will. No, it definitely will. But I forgot you know it all. I got. You. I do sorry. know it all. Yes, thank you.
1: Is it true you're moving your seats next year?
2: It may be moving it. Yeah, we may be moving into the shade across the way there, just because it gets too hot in the summer, to in, in the early games of the season.
1: What pit guy has been the biggest surprise for you? What pit guy? Yeah, who made the who made the big leap?
2: I think Jimmy Morrissey, right? You'd have to say Jimmy Morrissey. Didn't he come in as a walk-on? Yes, he did. Their offensive line is like the best in the country, right?
1: Yeah, and they lost a couple guys. Lost three of them.
2: Well, they got four. I thought they had four seniors on the offensive line this year.
1: Yeah, Pitt's run game is no joke.
2: I also like uh, the kid from Florida, Carter.
1: Yeah, uh, Doozy really switched him around.
2: Narduzzi doesn't know how to utilize him. I don't. I don't think he even played. I think he's trying to redshirt him now with the new rule. I don't think he even played in the Virginia Tech. So you're game. saying he
1: knew what he had, and then he waited till the last four games to uh, redshirt him?
2: All right, well, yeah, I think you can play up to four games. I believe this year to, to save. Yeah, a that's our new
0: rule. Tony D, what are your thoughts on Paris Ford?
2: Paris Ford is one of the best talented athletes. He's probably the talented, most talented athletes on the team, but he's not understanding the playbook from what I understand. But here's the way I look at it, right? If Narduzzi's any kind of a coach, it's, hey, Paris, see ball, get ball. That's your play. See ball, get ball. You get me the ball. That's your play. But I do know that he was one of the best safeties in, in, uh, in, in the highly recruited safety. What, top five in the country? Yeah,
0: he, uh, he, he turned down a lot of other offers that come here.
2: But they can't play him at safety because he doesn't know the check downs. He so committed to Pitt in his corner.
1: sophomore season, and he's stuck by him.
2: If I was Narduzzi, I would play him on offense because, like I said, he's a very talented player. Yeah,
1: that's something you got to look at. And you have not seen him on the punt returns either.
2: No, I think he should be their punt returner. I think he's better than Rafael Arujo Lopes.
1: Any closing remarks before we let you go?
2: How about Murray's for French? He's having a great year, isn't he? Yeah, he's taking back some kicks. And, well, and just receiving the ball, the catch he made on Saturday was fantastic.
1: Yeah, it was a good Don't one.
2: Don't forget about Nasir Mac. What do you guys think of Nasir Mac?
1: He's really stepped up for this team at wide receiver.
2: Yeah. Well, I want to put a shout-out to my buddy Terry Walsh, Bill Walsh, Corey Walsh, Ron Copperich, Katie Copperich.
1: Your um, fellows.
2: My, my pit guys. My, uh, don't forget about Colby Welsh, too. How long have you we, been with them? That's our crew. 15 years? Been sitting with those guys probably around 15 years. Yes, we've been watching pit football for about 15 years. Who is the best we pit saw, player you we seen saw play? Larry, we Saw Larry Fitzgerald, Shady McCoy, Deion Lewis, LaRod Stevens Howling. Tyler Boyd, LaRod Stevens, and John Stanchet, LaRod Stevens Howling. You know. You name it, we saw them. I mean, there's some really good athletes that came through those doors, right?
1: Yeah. Any uh, final final oh, don't words? Don't forget
2: about Aaron Donald. We saw Aaron Donald. I think We're Aaron Donald probably here. the best pick guy. And, and how about Tyrone Zell. Tyrone Zell was a very good, uh, uns- uh, very quiet lineman that year. That Donald had all those sacks. Somebody had to absorb a lot of a lot of the blocks. Should Quadri
1: right? Henderson have stayed?
2: Quadri Henderson should have stayed. Big mistake leaving.
1: Yeah, I think he's with Tampa Bay now.
2: Uh, New York Giants returning kicks. Did, did he just get cut by the Giants?
1: I don't know. Should have stayed. I
2: believe he's with the New York Giants. Um, but I thought you knew everything. I, no, that's all right. You need to check that out. Yeah. He
1: is with the Giants. Uh, how about
2: how about how about Quadri Olson being drafted by the Steelers in the second round next year? What do you think? Him or Darren Hall? You think that's worth? You think we could do that? I
1: think. Olsen will you, go first before then you Hall. you could have
2: James Conner starting and you could have Quadre Olson behind him or Darren Hall. Wouldn't that be a great one-two punch, huh?
1: Is that what the Yenzers are saying?
2: No, that's what Tony D says. I think we ought to do that.
1: Good thing you're always wrong.
2: I did call the Mason Rudolph pick, by the way. I was there when Mason Rudolph torched us for 70 points last year in the first half.
1: Any closing I, remarks before we let you go?
2: Held to pit. Let's go get him. Let's roll. All right. Have a good good one. one. Thanks for having me, guys. Good luck. Great show. Love the show. Big 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 fan, big fan.
0: Welcome back to the Sports Overload show. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to jump right into some NBA news. Rockets get rid of Carmelo Anthony. We touched up on it, uh, episode two on Finally Monday. Uh, chemistry just wasn't there, ball.
1: I was googling Carmelo Anthony, and guess what I found out. What'd you find out? He likes pineapples.
0: He likes pineapples yes, on a, sir. on pizza. Can ball. you confirm?
1: Confirm, nor I.
0: You can confirm. I can't. Look into that. That's, I will. That's for Monday. But uh, yeah, they gave him the I, boot that at seven and just seven. Wasn't th- there. Yeah, it was, it was just
1: setting him back. It was a setback.
0: Yeah, it wasn't there. Well, uh, he landed on his feet. Yeah, somewhere. Uh, he should have retired like two years ago. Yeah, he's a—he's just not a good team player or a primary scorer anymore. So he's in that uh, purgatory of Sipes for his career. But uh, at seven and seven, they clearly thought that they were gonna have to make a change, so they did.
1: I just think that it was time. I mean, he's a, he's become a problem anywhere he's gone, if you think about it. I think he's past his prime, and I think he needs to retire. But yeah, he, more he than doesn't want to admit it.
0: And, uh, also, uh, yesterday, LeBron James uh, passed went up into Will fifth Chamberlain. all-time in the point scoring. Just another milestone. Yeah, another notch in his belt.
1: He's on pace to get number four by January 17th.
0: I saw this one stat on Twitter, and it said he's has, like, 57 more points than uh, a- a- MJ at this point. He's going to chase him, With, yeah. like, f- 1,300 less shot attempts. I mean, <laughs> LeBron's the GOAT, and it, they just a- every day he breaks some other See, record. when I
1: was a kid watching LeBron, I wasn't buying in. Now I'm buying in.
0: Well, you were also, like, seven.
1: Well, I well Alex Pepke who uh, didn't listen to episode two, which I'm kind of upset about that, but he was always a big LeBron guy, and I was just like, no, I'm not buying in, dude. I'm not buying in, but now I'm buying in because LeBron, he's, he's done everything. Everything he wants to accomplish, he accomplished. I mean, him opening up that house to help the kids in Ohio, that was just unbelievable. You mean the school? Yeah, the house, school. <laughs> they live in there. Sometimes. <laughs> i don't think they I live i think in there. i think they do if they need don't a think house, they live in there if they need a, if they need a place to stay lebron's house is always <laughs> open uh,
0: okay i'm gonna take your word for it but also uh bradley Beal, youngest to 900 three pointers uh i wonder where steph has steph steph is on that list
1: he gotta be up there
0: i mean gotta be up there but he had a lot of ankle problems early on and he's he's really just caught fire the last couple years
1: yeah he's um he's was, on uh, wasn't he uh low coming out of college
0: uh, was he, he any seventh round, no? No, nah, he was first. They, Who, there's two rounds in the NBA. He was like the top ten pick I coming team. out of Davidson. But he was also a little older, so I would like, so that's something I'll say. So he like, stayed consider. an extra year. Yeah, yeah. I think he came out after his third or, f- third or fourth year because he went to Davidson. He didn't declare early.
1: Who's your favorite basketball player?
0: Of all time? No, Brandon Jennings. Current, current. Oh, well, it, it was Brandon Jennings.
1: <laughs> Mine? This is a touchy subject. Isaiah
0: Thomas, baby, oh put the gosh.
1: city on his back of Boston, played through a hip surgery. And they got
0: rid of him. They said, hey, get out of here. Yeah, that was get so disrespectful,
1: but, but it it messed him up. But still, he played played through the injury of his hip for the city, and the city's going to do that. I mean, he shows love for the city. And he tried to play LeBron. It didn't work out. He had fun with the Lakers, but... He's he's still my favorite player now. He's still out, so it's kind of hard to watch him. And I think he's past his prime, but he was really good in college. He went to Washington.
0: Washington. My right now, my favorite player is Giannis. I don't know how to say <laughs> his last name. Don't make me try. But yeah. I like the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm a he's, big he's, he's fan great. of
1: Anthony Davis too. Anthony Davis. Yeah. I think he's I, he, he might a, be the he's best. a draw queen. Be, you know, LeBron. He's not. He's not that good in fantasy. Deep, uh,
0: what, LeBron. He's, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Russ is Russ is the guy to have in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nubble, finally, on the basketball docket, uh, some high schools have canceled their games versus Lamelo Ball's high school. Uh, but I don't believe do not can, do not uh, quote me on this. I don't think that uh, a local school here in Pittsburgh, Pine Richland, has canceled yet. I hope not because I do want to look into going to that game. Should That's I be join sweet.
1: Pine Richland's team so I could play him? Because I feel like I could shut him down.
0: Yeah, you probably still have a eligibility, I so I do. so look into that.
1: I will. I I know. I know. He goes for that three. I'll swat him like you've never been swatted before, and What's drop your vertical. A, drop a fifty
0: on him. What's your vertical?
1: I don't like to discuss numbers. And it's time to talk some NHL talk. But first, I would like to introduce Jesse Cantley.
0: He is our uh, our producer and our NHL played seven guy.
1: seasons of deck hockey, and here he is. Seven seasons, that's generous, but we'll go with it I do have a um, ring, actually, in deck hockey In 2017, I won a trophy, yeah I was a goalie, I was a defender, I had
3: like nine goals Just to give it a little shout out to maybe some local competition here Mark Madden is, you know, rumored as one of the greatest deck hockey players of all time Double X, Double M, however you're going to be called If you want to square up in some deck hockey, let us know Our team against yours, the X versus the SOS Let's get it on now I just want to say before we start, Jay Seaball, thanks for having me on the show. No problem. It's been one of a dream of mine ever since I've been a kid. Um, yeah, let's get to start, talk about some um, NHL.
1: So a trade happened here in the NHL and it comes as a shock sort of as Carl Hagelin, played for the Pittsburgh Penguins, got traded played to for the, the Pittsburgh Penguins LA yeah. Kings, Kings for Tanner Pearson. And to give you a little background on Tanner Pearson is he was drafted first round thirtieth overall in the two thousand twelve NFL entry level draft and um he was a twenty-point goal scorer in the past three seasons, so he has potential. I think
3: last year he scored forty points. Um,
1: yes, he did. The year I before think, that, he scored forty-four. Yeah, I think
3: the the main reason why they they made this trade because
1: he only has one point and chemistry is just not clicking right well, now.
3: Well, not that, but Rutherford he was on he was on the radio, local radio, a couple of days ago, saying how if this team doesn't turn around, there will be make there will be some changes made. He
1: is the second best general manager. In who sports. Do you think, who, in, oh, in sports. Yeah. Number, Who's the first? Uh, John Dorsey. Hot take. Number about. three is uh, Billy Bean.
3: Also hot take. Back what I was saying. Um, I think they made the trade to kind of like um, –
1: Set just the tone.
3: Set the tone and kind of change up the locker room because when you win two Stanley Cups, and even if you had – I mean, you can call last year a success. I mean, like, even though it wasn't for them.
1: They were tired.
3: But yeah. I mean, it's a hard, hard year. The players in that locker room had to have gotten complacent and just had to have started the coast. And when your GM goes out and trades one of the key players, a, a person who scored the scored an empty net goal in the game six of the Stanley Cup Finals to clinch it for the Penguins, a key player those last two years, somebody that um, you know, Patrick Hornquist, Hornquist, uh, one of the key players. My in the favorite Penguins. player of all time. Yeah, is I, Patrick I like Hornquist. I like Horny. Um, he, he they were they were they were Mr. close. Mr. Relevant. Yeah. But I, I think, like I said, they traded them just to kind of create, create a spark in the locker room. They played tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning, they are the first team, the first-ranked team in, in the uh, Eastern Conference. They lost to Lightning, and the funny thing is they kind of traded Pearson – they traded Haglin for Pearson. Um, Haglin was a predominantly uh, penalty kill guy. He played some third line, and, but he played a lot of penalty kill due to his speed. They brought in Pearson to kind of replace him. They look at the advanced numbers. Pearson actually uh, plays a little bit better five on five than Haglin. Um, they're both speed. It's going to
1: take a hit in the penalty kill, though. Well, the thing Which was. That you're willing to sacrifice.
3: Well, they they brought him in to kind of replace the penalty kill because Haglin played that role. The, the the Lightning scored four straight power play goals tonight. I'm not sure how many Pearson was on the ice for, but I know that they scored four goals on the power play, which isn't a good look uh, for the Penguins. Currently, uh, the Penguins are let's see,
1: they're not doing that hot. I know they are. I think they're third in the Metropolitan Division. Tanner Pearson, a little stuff. Why well, Cantley's looking that up? He has one point on the season. He's minus nine. And I think Rutherford's just looking for him to just click. He has well, 69 career goals and I think 75 they, assists.
3: I think they sold Hagelin a little bit higher because they, they weren't going to – he wasn't going to come back in the end You're trading
1: for a first-round draft pick, though. Yeah. First also,
3: rounder. I mean, the Pens right now, if we're talking about home teams, they're 28th in the league in points. They have 17 points, which in reality isn't that bad because there's a lot of teams, especially in the Eastern Conference, that have 17 points. But in the whole scheme of things, when you're a two-time defender – two-time back-to-back Stanley Cup winner and one of the premier teams in the league. You don't want to be sitting in that bottom end of the league. I mean, also, you look at the Vegas Golden Knights. They went to the Stanley Cup last year. Mark andre Fleury, former Penguin, they got rid Flower. of in the entry draft. Or not the entry draft, the uh, expansion draft. They're one step below the Penguins. They also have 17 points. But – you look at the Kings, where Pearson came from. They're last in the league. They're they're the worst team in the league right now. So maybe that can do with some of his plus minus numbers, some of his goal numbers. It's hard playing on a bad team. Um, for
1: those of you that are wondering, he's locked in with the uh, Penguins for three more years.
3: I think overall it was a good trade. Um, you look at you look I at. I think the team. Penguins won this. Yeah, well, well, time will tell. But I think one of the other points is is I think the Penguins' window for Stanley Cups is definitely closing. It's, it has five more years. Five more Yeah, That's a long time, but I mean, you look at Cros- their they're big three. Let's say Crosby, Malkin, and uh, Latang. They're their big three. They're all, I mean, points-wise, and even that Kessel in there, I think uh, Gino has, I think up up to the tonight's game, Gino had 21 points. Um, I think Kessel had somewhere near 20. Sid had 19, even though he started off slow, but he's hurt now, so that may contribute to something. But I know... You know, people are saying, oh, nobody's performing. Their stars are doing what they're supposed to do. I think it's the all-around. The Murray group. has
1: been absolutely terrible. Murray
3: is – Carbino. I think a lot of it's confidence. Um, I think so, too. Yeah.
1: I've never sold on Murray, though. I've always think they should have kept around the flower because Penguins are always deep at goaltender.
3: They are. I mean, Casey the Smith looked good in his past couple games. They, it's Murray, this was Murray's first start in a couple games. Um but what I was my point is like uh, you look at the the Blackhawks a couple years ago they won what three in a th- they won three cups in a span of a couple years look at them now they're one of the you know not, not one of the best teams in the NHL even though they had two stars two or a couple stars they had Patrick Kane Jonathan Tays uh, Brent Rook, all those guys Dustin Buff- uh, Buffoglin I can't really say his name, that's, a tough name. that's like uh, Giannis Antic Ante- 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 yeah you know it's just one of those names you just don't want to pronounce you just want to call him by the first name I think
1: the Penguins. Reasoning of seven, seven, and three is their slow start. They've always been a slow start team, and they'll pick it up after the break.
3: Do you think that Rutherford makes any yes big moves? Yes. Who do you think is most likely to get traded? Oli, Oli Mata. Yes.
1: I I think that the Penguins, Jim, like I said, number. Jim's two.
3: Jim's like an uncle that is just tough on you. Like he's not like Uncle Jesse from from Full House. He's like. Uncle Rico or on the pulling dynamite, throwing stakes at your face, telling you get the, your the stuff Duke together, boys,
1: Uncle Jesse, he was yeah, tough man. on
3: them. Yeah, they were they're tough, but like, I mean, Jimmy, he just got an extension. He's going to be in Pittsburgh for a while. Um, I know people were thinking that Billy and former Penguin, you know, helped win this 2008 Stanley Cup, would be a successor. They for have the to GM. make
1: another move. Rutherford's not that guy to sit back and watch them develop,
3: or to sit back and watch them Lutes. trail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. Obviously, they're not going to trade Sid. They're not going to trade Geno, Hornquist, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, they're not going to trade Hornquist. They're they all just safe. they just signed him. Phil maybe. I don't see it. I mean, there was rumors, but I think he's an he's an integral part. He's a good player. I mean, I think they you could see them trading Daniel Sprong. I I think there's there's a discommunication between him and Mike Sullivan, the head coach of the Penguins. Um, Sprong's been playing a lot of just fourth line, third line time, sitting on the bench. Update: um,
1: The Penguins are actually last in the Metropolitan Division. La-
3: yeah, oh yeah, they are last. They lost I mean devils. They lost the Devils a couple nights ago. Um, I mean overall just to recap, I mean we I know we it's kind of a hockey segment, but I mean predominantly Penguin segment.
1: And Crosby's banged up also, so that you gotta watch out for. Yeah. I, I think
3: I think overall, I mean come come March Penguins are gonna be in the playoffs. Come April Penguins are going to be the playoffs.
1: It's just when when will that click? That's all it is.
3: I don't know. One more trade, maybe. Maybe get on there. But other than that, I think the Pentons will be okay overall. I mean, hockey's long, long. It's one of the hardest schedules in all sports. You play so many games, hockey's so tough. Um,
1: Upcoming, they play um, Saturday versus Senators. And then they play.
3: Senators, guys, under, under, intervene. Senators are probably the jokiest franchise in the NHL. Did you see that video of those players in the Uber? Or the uh it was like a, a lift or something and they were trashing their coach and their GM. Yeah, whatever what happens in the Uber States in Uber man, idea, Yeah, I you should, should look it up. It was
1: bad. And then they got uh the Sabres next Monday and then they got the Stars and then you got the Bruins, Black, Blue Jackets, and then the Jets. So you got you got some games. You if I know it's hard to watch hockey in November, but if you could check out those Penguins now. That they'd or are they really seven and seven that. right now, Paulie? Seven seven, yes, sir.
3: I bet you next time I'm on the show they're at least three games over five hundred.
1: Oh, it's a hot day. Cantley guarantee? Uh, I doubt it, but we'll see. All right, Bolly. Just because our next taping is when they play next, but well, or, or the Cantley segment, we'll call it the game. Yeah, Cantley segment. Well, Penguins turn it around, Jim Rutherford. You know what you're doing. This is Chris.
3: This is Jesse Cantley. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Crazy Roy. That's all. When the SOS boys get back from the break, it's time for their weekly Stardom Cinema for all of your fancy football questions for Week 11.
0: Welcome back to the Sports Overload show. Uh, before we get into this. Uh Thanks for uh, sticking with us. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, whatever you're listening to us on, uh, Apple Music uh, or Apple Podcast, Spotify, podcasts, Spotify anything like that. Be. Uh, subscribe give us a rating <laughs> leave a comment let us know it, how we're doing it, it let helps. us know if there's anything you want to you hear out of your we are in the process we are in the process of, we are in the process of uh, setting up some uh, some like text text messaging accounts fan accounts where you can uh, submit questions and uh, we'll answer them we're always looking to add new content uh, especially uh, fan centralized content so uh, just stay on the lookout uh, for that tell, tell tell your mom about us tell your friends about us everything and if uh, you
1: have a Twitter we do have a Twitter account which
0: at the SOS Podcast, Sports Overload Show. It's you can just the look us up.
1: SOS underscore podcast. Yeah. So if you could like us there, uh, give us a rating, subscribe, we really do appreciate it. And now we will get into our fantasy start and sit, which I would really advise you guys to listen to us, at least me.
0: At least listen to him more than you listen to me, because last week I blew it All right, way. and
1: we will start at quarterback.
0: Chris, who you got? Who are you starting this week?
1: My boy, Dak Prescott. Maybe I was just bashing him Monday. You know what, Dak? I'm going to give you another chance, but don't let me down. Who do you got?
0: Uh, I'm going Mariota. I really like his matchup against the Colts. Uh, I think they're going to have to put up points to stay with them. So I like uh, they, that offense is really rounded in the form with a lot of quick throws, a lot of uh, open opportunities. Um, Who's the, your, uh, Matt sit? LaFleur is. Uh, I, I'm sitting this week, I'm sitting Watson. I think I DeSean Watson. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to I like I think I think they're going to win, but I think he's going to have a couple turnovers that are going to drag his point total down. Um and I don't know if he's going to have the red zone success. The uh Washington has been tough all season.
1: I am finally buying in to Dub Bears. So sit Kirk Cousins, I'm telling you he's going to have a tough matchup. He's playing in front of his grandma if she's still here. I just I don't see the Bears' defense giving Kirk Cousins any room to breathe in this game, so leave him on your bench in this one. And uh, who's your uh, fantasy start at running back?
0: I'm starting Phillip Lindsay. He's going to have to be the workhorse for the Broncos the against rookie. the Chargers this year. or This game, he has been all year, but especially this game. They uh, got rid of Thomas, so they're working out their wide receiver situation between Sanders and Sutton. Hireman uh, at tight end has been emerging a little bit, but – uh, I definitely think Lindsey is going to have to continue putting up a lot of po- uh, a, a lot of yards and get them into good down and distance.
1: The guy I'm buying into is Mark Ingram uh, against this Phillies-Eagles uh, rush defense. And as we've seen what Ezekiel Elliott doing, you can't see me right now, but I'm eating up because that's what he did last week. And I feel like Mark Ingram will eat up this game. 152 scrimmage yards, two touchdowns is what I have him penciled in here. Um, for that to happen, I think Alvin Kamara would get hurt.
0: So let's hope for
1: that one. It's like I'm just kidding. I don't hope for players to get hurt. Uh, who's your, uh, start, or your sick guy in I'm
0: this one? S- I'm sitting Tevin Coleman. Uh, the Cowboys have been hard on running backs all year, and Coleman is a big boomer bust guy. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he really Fence isn't. That is not is the truth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and uh, they have the linebackers to cover him between Smith, Vanderess. I don't think Lee's going to be healthy, but I, either way, uh, Ido Smith has been eating into his um, work uh, workload a bit ever since Freeman went down for the year. Uh, I'm just sitting them. The, the, like I- if you have a better option, look somewhere else. I am sitting Derek Henry. I think if if you're going to start him. And
1: if he doesn't no, get a touchdown, he's touchdown, touchdown dependent. Guy. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he's a bust. I don't see him getting a touchdown in this one. So I might just take my luck, go down to Vegas, win a couple million.
0: Uh, who's your uh, start
1: wide receiver? Starting Josh
0: Reynolds in the wake of the Cooper Cup injury earlier uh, in the season. When that Cup is was out. the
1: deepest, deepest start I've heard all season. Well,
0: I mean, look, if you look at the games that Cup was out earlier this year, Reynolds put up, I think, two or three touchdowns between Texas those. Texas A right? What's that?
1: Texas A and M?
0: Texas A and M, yeah. Yep. I was gonna say she Tech, you know, Texas and M. Yeah, uh, I mean he's they they're an offense that they're not gonna change what they do. They like Reynolds. They've showed that they'll just continue running a three wide So not much is going to change there. I think the Rams are
1: the Rams have the highest play action rate in the national. Well,
0: that too, and they're in a game that calls for uh, a lot of a lot of passing. So my
1: start in this one is Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar? I think he's going to get a lot of looks, and he was he was he was off. He had an off week last week. I think he bounces back nicely. Who's
0: your sit guy? Uh, how much this pains me to say, but I'm sitting uh, on T Birdie Tyler Boyd. Oh, you said I'm sitting him. Uh, dude, I he's look, a big
1: fan of the show. He told me about it. Thank
0: you, I appreciate that. I uh, yeah. was a big fan now of him always. Uh, Tyler Boyd, he's going against a tough Baltimore defense, uh, especially on wide receivers. With AJ Green out, it's harder to get the ball to him. The offense or uh, defenses are spending a lot more time focusing on him because he really has emerged.
1: Leave Sterling Shepard on your bench this week. I know you got a garbage. It wasn't garbage on touchdown, but I mean, it, it was probably should it have d- never happened.
0: Yeah, no, he was two. He was uh, a two one, for nine for yards and a touchdown. He was one for seven.
1: What? He finished with one for seven. No, two for nine. Two for nine. So yeah. what was he, one for?
0: Yeah, he was like one for six before the uh, touchdown. touchdown. Well, on on, on three targets on a game where Manning put well, up, leave I think, 34 bench Regardless,
1: um, who's your uh, start tight end? Vance McDonald. Hammer
0: the Steelers. The Jaguars uh, aren't as effective as covering tight ends. As Give like me wide Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed.
1: Because uh, he's having a down, down year for Jordan Reed standards and he's actually healthy this year yeah, which is kind of the worst thing he's actually he has, better he, hurt to be honest with you yeah. i don't know how that happens who's your uh sit
0: i'm sitting eric you i'm gonna sit him every week until he actually doesn't put up points that dude killed me last week oj howard
1: leave him on your bench yeah
0: that, that was surprising with, especially with fitzpatrick he really likes howard but he didn't he targeted him th- like two times last week that was really disappointing
1: Thank you for listening to the Sports Everled Show. I'm your host, Christy Martino.
0: I'm Jake Egan and uh, once again, if you can just subscribe, uh, rate us, leave leave a comment. It really means so much to us.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Yep, and uh, thank you, Jesse Canley, for coming on, giving us some NHL insight, because I would not have been able to provide any of that. I know he everything said you're welcome. about
1: every sport, so I'm still here, folks. Um, please come back Wednesday. We're supposed to do another episode for. Well, Wednesday. Monday. Monday. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. We are not filming next Thursday. We will be pushing that a day ahead for Wednesday.
0: A day ahead or a day behind, it's still, uh, it's still That's all we have for this week. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you.
1: See ya. Never wrong.
0: Never wrong.